Hello and welcome to another episode of Talks with Terrific Teachers. This week, I feel I must warn you, our guest is a little bit excitable. Thoroughly enjoyed being interviewed by Julian this week. In honour of that excitement, we've left in quite a few of the bits that we would normally edit out of the show that you wouldn't get to hear. Sit back, relax, and learn far more than you ever really wanted to about our very own deputy head, Mr. Aidan Storwood. We are live in three, two, and one. <laughs> Can you tell I'm excited, Julian? <laughs> yeah. Extremely excited to be here with you all today. Why are my earphones not working? I've probably turned you off. Oh, no, I want to be live. I want to hear the voice. There you go, try again. Can we all... Where's the intro tunes? What have we got here? What we got a little... Oh, you've got jingles. Do you want to hear the jingles? Come on, let's yeah. hear some jingles, everyone. Let's get in the mood. Oh, my goodness. We're going to mix it up for me. <laughs> Not with After the X. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell a sad story. You can hear that one. Oh, jokey time. Can you hear this, Julian? Where are your earphones? No, hang on. I'm... Oh, that's a nice way to intro me. Yep, what's the last one? Hang on, I lost the last one. Give me a second. Go. Oh, it is beautiful. What a lovely day. Hit record. It's been recorded for the last five minutes. Why is that light up even more when you touch oh, it? Stop touching things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> we won't be having Mr. Storwood back anytime soon. I'm going to have to borrow that second key of yours. Okay, so let's make a start. Over to you, Julian. You, you kick us off. Hello. Today, I'm here with Mr. Starwood for the Terrific Teachers interview. So, Mr. Starwood? Yes. Let's get right to it. Let's do it. What do you enjoy most about being a deputy head? <laughs> what a good question to open with. Um... <laughs> Can you hear this? Can you hear that, Julian? Oh, no. All right, we should start again. Let's start again. And we're live. <laughs> Having a great time in the studio today. All right, Julian, you can't press any more buttons. Is that clear? Should we start from the top? Okay, you ready? Okay, but I didn't press any buttons here. Must have been Mr. Gamble. You're not counting. <laughs> uh, go for it, Mr. Weymouth. Hello. Today, I'm here with Mr. Stoward for the Terrific Teachers interview. Let's get right to it. Sorry, I pressed the wrong one again. What's the nice what do you one? Want, the heart. Oh, we'll say the heart just as you say that, and then I'll say hello. Yeah? Let's try again. You can head out. We'll do this. I'm going to edit it afterwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, at least you get some laughter on there. <laughs> Ready? And take number two again. It's three. No, no, no. We'll kill it too. <laughs> Take two. Over to you. Hello. Today, I'm here with Mr. Stalwood for the Terrific Teachers interview. Let's get right to it. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome. Thank you for the invite. It's a pleasure to be here. Over to you, Julian. I know so, you've got some questions lined up. Is that right? Yep. Mm -hmm. 
For our first question, what do you enjoy most about being a deputy head? What do I enjoy most about being a deputy head in the British primary section? Um, I think it's being able to help make our school achieve some amazing things, really. Uh, I've been very privileged in my position here to be a part of a range of different events, activities, learning across all the different year groups as well. And so what I would say is, from my perspective, I'm very fortunate. I can, I can dip in and out of different year groups uh, and I can certainly get involved in many different projects. And that could be anything from the eco committee through to learning projects in specific year groups to music corners out on there out in the duty area on Friday morning. So just being a part of a range of events across the school is a real pleasure for me. That does sound very fun being able to be around helping other people. That's not quite the right one, but we'll go with it. Keep going, Julian. For our next question, what is your favorite Taiwanese food? Oh, now my favorite Taiwanese food. I am a big fan of Taiwanese food, but if I had to pick a meal, it'd probably be what we know as pepper buns, or I believe they say it as hou jiao bing. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but that would be my favorite piece of food in Taiwan. At Din Tai Fung, it's a chocolate bun. Oh, yes. Yeah, I do know those. Yeah. yeah. I love those. Are they your favorite, are they? Every time when my family goes there, I order two for myself. See, now I get the chocolate one, but sometimes I get the custard one as well. Have you ever had that? No. It's got custard in the middle, a bit gooey. Oh, it's delicious. Mm. Mm. You're making me hungry just talking about it. I'm getting hungry too, even though I just had lunch. Uh, Four. Four. Wow, we're flying through these. No, sorry, three. Oh, I have a very, very hard question here. Okay. Don't worry if you can't answer this, but what is your favorite part about Taiwan? What is or where is? What is? My favorite part about Taiwan. Okay, I'll tell you what my favorite part is right now in my world. Um, I was very, very lucky. My wife and I have, have a little baby girl who's now 14 months old. And uh, what we've come to realize is that Taiwan is a fantastic country for raising young children and so what I what's my favorite part is the fact that actually we can go anywhere do anything here in Taipei specifically because that's where we're living obviously uh, but wider than that I can go around Taiwan with a little baby girl and know that there are facilities available for her to go and play or there's other kinds of opportunities always available more so than any other country I know of I think it's a brilliant country to have children living in uh, and I, I speak not only for my little daughter but for the children in our school I think they've probably spotted that themselves it is a fantastic country in terms of the way they look out for children and provide opportunities for the children to have fun and enjoy themselves while they're here Taiwan is also very open that's right mm -hmm. yeah for our next question do you have a pet oh, my pets I have no pets in Taiwan. Uh, I do have, this is a really old story actually, but I'll share it anyway. I've got two turtles back in the UK. They're kept in a pond in my parents' home. And I'll tell you why. Because when I was in year eight, there was a writing competition that my head of school held. So the equivalent to Mrs. Paps up in secondary, she held. he held a writing competition. His name was Dr. Doherty. And in the writing competition, the award would be if you um, won this writing competition to him, and he's an author as well, so he's a very good writer himself. But if you won that competition, you would get four turtles 
a tank and everything else that goes with it. Uh, and <laughs> I, I entered the competition and lo and behold, I won the competition in the whole school for writing. So we got an invite. My family had to go around to his house. And what he would done is they were turtles that he had inherited himself previously for something else. And he was moving them on, so to speak. So we had won these turtles from him. And it was four turtles in this huge tank and everything else. And we took them home. Uh, and my dad, very, very caring guy, decided that what he would have to do is build a pond in the garden to accommodate these four turtles. And so he, he very kindly dug a pond and everything else. He set that all up. He got that all in place. And we kept the four turtles in the pond. Now, that was year eight. I'm a lot older than that now, as you can tell. And you may already know that turtles can live for many, many, many years. Um, unfortunately, two of them have passed away in the last 20 plus years since. But I still have two of those turtles living at my parents' house in the pond. Mm. So they're the ones I'm going to share with you today. That, that's like a very good memory to have. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm very proud that I won the writing competition. Um, but I'm also a little guilty that for the last however many years, my parents have been very kindly looking after two turtles for me. Yeah. It's really nice being the one taking care of the pets yourself because then you can be a bit more social with them. Like, for example, I have two cats. Oh, right. What are their names? Amber and mm -hmm. Tolu. Ah. Here in Taiwan or are they somewhere Here in else? Taiwan. Brilliant. Do you know who you want to speak to, actually? I heard this. This is fresh. Fresh, fresh news coming in this week. Mr. Northover. If you get a chance to speak to Mr. Northover, you'll find that he may have a new pet in his household. I'll leave it for you to ask him. Our next question. If you could be any animal, what mm -hmm. would you be? Oh, <laughs> if I could be any animal, what would I be? Hmm. Not crickets is the answer to that. There we go. Um, no, I think I love... Um, you might have to cut some of this out, Mr. Gamble, <laughs> because I don't want to say the one I really think of because there'll be too many jokes to be had. Um, so perhaps I'll go with the nice, easy answer for you, Julian. I would choose... Come back to that question. Let me think on that one. That's a toughie. Okay, we'll come back to that right after. You cut all of that, yeah? Well, you have to. <laughs> what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, now it's not so much the flavor, it's the, the brand, if I'm honest with you. I can't see past a lovely vanilla ice cream, but it needs to be good quality. So I would say for me, if it's really, really good quality ice cream, um, vanilla ice cream for me. Yeah. You know, there's an ice cream shop called Berries. Right. They have very good vanilla ice cream. Do they? Yep. You're going to have to send me the address for that. Yep, I will. But you know what's particularly good? Go on. Their vanilla ice cream with hot raspberries. Oh, now that sounds delicious. You know what would be even better, though? Put all of that on top of some pancakes. That would be awesome. We just need to talk to the cafeteria, don't we? I think we can work some magic. Next question. For our next question, what book are you reading at the moment? <laughs> so I'm actually doing a course at the moment um, as part of my role as deputy head. 
So I'm, I'm reading lots of different books, but the one that stands out to me is about, it's called The Culture Map. And I often mention this to the senior leadership team, so I'm sure they've heard this all before. But a book I regularly go back to is called The Culture Map by Erin Mayer. Um, she normally writes for business and she's American-based. But what she writes about is pertinent to our school or very relevant to our school. It talks about how different cultures get along. And when you think that in the British primary section alone, we have over 57 nationalities. So how do we all integrate and work together in a harmonious way? Uh, and she gives real-life examples to that and talks about how you can develop yourself as a, any kind of role, really. It could be a student all the way through to a leader. How do you interact with different cultures to make sure that we all work together? So like us today, you know, we're talking here, and I'm being very conscious that in our community, for example, um, one small example, if I may, um, Danish people, for example, when they talk about leadership, they wouldn't have the deputy head or the, the head of the section perhaps in their own office somewhere. They might be more integrated with the other staff. Or the way they refer to each other, they might not say Mr. Stallwood. They might use my first name. So some of these small nuances or some of these smaller things that we need to be aware of um, in terms of cultural mixes is something I find fascinating. And particularly in our setting with three very different sections and many, many nationalities, so my latest book is The Culture Map. I say latest, but I go back to it all the time. The Culture Map by Erin Mayer. That sounds like, like a really fantastic book. Maybe I'm going to have a look on the Kindle of my mom and check if I can read it. You could look or come and borrow it from me anytime. Hmm. Now, this is one which there's you can have more than one answer. Oh, okay. Because this is a multi-answer Question. What do you like to do in your free time? What do I like to do in my free time? Do you know, my free time now, I dedicate a lot to being with my little daughter. I've talked about her already, haven't I? So um, I incorporate that into some of my favorite pastimes. Um, so, for example, and I, I know many staff already know this one, but I'll share it so that children know as well. I like to cycle. Uh, and what that means is I have got a new bike now. That means I can put the baby on the back. Uh, so I've got a very special seat on the back. And on Sundays, nearly every Sunday, I will cycle all the way from my home to Taipei Arena and we will go swimming together because uh, she has little swimming lessons, which are great. So we get in the pool together and have a little swim. And then I will cycle back. So it means that she's having fun, I'm having fun, and we're both enjoying ourselves. In fact, I sometimes also go cycling with my dad. Do you? Yeah. Yeah? It's near a river. Right. Um, You know, Yangming Shan? I know. Yeah, I mean, down so. mm -hmm. where there's like this bridge, and then normally on weekends or international holidays, mm -hmm. there are guards saying if you can go up or not, but you need a permission. Right. And there, there's the police station, and then there are staircases down, mm -hmm. down there, and and then just cycle along the paths. Paths. Um, yeah. Is it hard or is it easy? Um, I I can't really tell because there are easy parts and hard parts. Mm -hmm. The total length of it is um, 19 kilometers. Oh, that's a good cycle. Yeah, that's very good. But there and back. Right. Well, that's a great cycle. I'm impressed with that. You should be proud of yourself. And I guess I am. as you get older, you'll start to push the distances of those. Now, I have a question here, which is technically already answered, so I'm going to exchange that question. Oh, but okay. that question would have been, do you like biking? Ah. And we already heard the answer just we now. Did, you we? do. Yeah. 
Yeah, very not. Very much so. Now, I just thought of this one. Okay, try me. Do you mm-hmm. have a particular role model at this moment? Someone who you're still looking up to, even though you're already an adult. It's going to sound cheesy, but uh, it's not Mr. Gamble. It is, in fact, my dad. I would say that I continually um, am very proud of and indebted to my dad. And I think he's a great role model in the way that he conducts himself and, and the way he's led his life and the way he's been a father figure to not only me, but my two younger sisters. So I continually um, hold him up as a really good role model to everyone I talk to. Yeah. So, then that's it for today. From oh, we finished already? Yeah, Oh, it was so quick. I've got an idea. I feel this is a long interview for Mr. Gamble to edit. So how about if we say we continue this conversation so we could have another interview, maybe once you've got through plenty more other people, and we can start with that question and you can ask me more questions. How's that sound? That sounds Because I've enjoyed today so much that I'd love to be back in here having a chat with you again. Yeah? Okay, then see you next time. Yes.